The Torah content for this week has been sponsored by Judah and Naomi Dardik in honor of Rabbi Moskowitz's second yard site and in appreciation for all those whose love of Torah and excitement for ideas shines in their teaching. Let's get going. Okay, so uh, I initially yesterday told you that we were going to try to do uh, some definitions of tshuva, but I, I found new tech, okay? New tech, and this answers a question that we've had for years. Okay, we've, we've had for years. Okay, so, um, but we're going to do it through what we worked on yesterday. Okay, so quick review. Yesterday we read three out of the four of the Ramam's formulations of the mitzvah of tshuva slash vidui. Okay, so the first is in, and it's not chronologically, but what we did yesterday, uh, the Koseris of Hilchos Tshuva says, that the sinner should return from his sin before Hashem and confess. Okay. And then there's the Ikarim thing, which we're going to leave aside for today. Okay. So according to this, what would you, how would you characterize the relationship between Tshuva and Vidui? Uh, if Tshuva, then Vidui. No. <laughs> You're you're remembering another thing that we didn't just read from based on, on the Koseras. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, the mitzvah of the Koseras is do tshuva and vidui. So they're either yeah, you're thinking of the halacha. Yeah, so they're either equal, right, or tshuva and then vidui is like an afterthought. But I I would say that they seem equal. Here. To me, it sounds equal. Yeah, yeah. Two but parts, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess you're a little prejudiced, yeah. though, from Hilchos Tshuva, that Tshuva is the main thing, you know? Okay, fine. All right, so now, now the Halakha, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it balances out. Okay. Also, the fact that he says Tshuva as A, V as Vada as B seems like a... Like, right, it's going to have to be in that order, though. So, yeah, right. Okay, so then we have the Halakha. Uh, the first halacha in Hilchos Tshuva, which is the second location. Uh, all the mitzvahs of the Torah, whether positive or negative, if a person transgresses one of them, whether intentionally or unintentionally, when he does Tshuva and returns from his sin, he is obligated to confess before God. Blessed is he. Uh, and then he quotes the Pasuk, uh, as it says, uh, man or a woman, when he does any of the sins of man to commit treachery against Hashem, that nefesh will incur guilt and he, they shall confess their sins that they have done. This is a verbal confession and this vidui is a mitzvah to say. So here, what, how do you characterize the relationship between tshuva and vidui? Now you can say what you're going to say. If teshuva, then vidoy. Yeah, if teshuva, then vidoy, right? That it sounds like there's no mitzvah to do tshuva. If you sin, then when you do tshuva, then you have a mitzvah of vidoy, but vidoy seems to be the mitzvah. Okay. Right? As a contingency on tshuva. As a contingency on tshuva, but vidoy is the essential mitzvah. Say again? Okay, so I'm just going to repeat that. So if I'm saying that there's there's two places that could be the uh, the mechayev of of of, of vidui, right? Uh, that trigger your chiv of vidui. Either when you transgress that makes you, sets you up to be a five in Vidui, or when you transgress 
and do tshuva, then the tshuva kicks in your chiyuv of vidui, right? But either way, the mitzvah seems to be vidui. Okay. Then we went to the hakdama of the Mishnah Torah, which we call the minyan hamitzvos, where he says it's lihisvados lifnei Hashem mikolchet shiase haadam to confess before Hashem from any sin that a person does b'shasa korban v'lo b'shasa korban either at a time of a korban or not at a time of a korban. Uh, and then he quotes the same pasuk. So here, what seems to be the main thing? <laughs> Vidoy, right? No mention of tshuva at all. Okay, right? And then what's, what else is weird about the Kosera? Oh, sorry, about this Minyan and Mitzvah's formulation? Not, not. Okay, it's not the same as Kosera's, right? Which is always going to be a question whenever we see a discrepancy. This is what we're going to answer today. But why does he say, have to say Bishasa Korban, Vishalo Bishasa Korban? Doesn't that seem, uh-huh. that seem like a weird detail to include in the formulation? Just say it. He's Vados Leaf Nash and Mikol Hesh Yasa Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense in the Yeah. Now, then, the only source which we didn't do because I didn't have it up is the Sefer Hamitzvos, which there's a whole long discourse in the Sefer Hamitzvos, which raises a bunch of problems, which this year I don't want to get into. Yeah, Yosef? Does Korban mean? Uh, the actual Korban or the, the or the error of korban. Oh, no, okay. that's a good question. Though it means when you do the korban. So the um, the uh, what he's referring to is we're familiar with the vidui. And you just say that standing before God. But what he's referring to is when you bring a korban, you do smicha on the korban, you lean on it, you say Hashem chatasi kaparasi, uh, and this is my kapara, and then you shech the animal, and then the kohen gets the blood, and then it goes on the whole thing. So the raw is talking about the mice, the the time when you do the korban. What's the shalom Meaning that that also when you're not doing the korban. So nowadays. Nowadays, or even back then, on a chet that you don't do oh, korban. Do For example, uh, just to r- remind us all, because there's a first time in a person's life when they when they hear this, and it's very shocking the first time you hear it, is that there are no korbanos on intentional sins. Mm, yeah, right. I mean, all the korbanos are only on shogeg. Right, they're not on intentional sins, right? So, for example, in a time of the mikdash, if you did an intentional sin, you have to do vidui, but and it's the error of korbanos, but it's not on a korban. Okay, last formulation, which is really chronologically the first, is the sefer mitzvos. Now, the sefer mitzvos, the Ramam wrote as a hakdama. This is the shadow hakdama. Okay, and by that I mean the Ramam wanted to write the Mishnah Torah, but he said, I want to make sure I get all the mitzvos, and if I make a a list, so I'll make a list of the mitzvahs in the beginning, but then people are going to uh, question my list because they got messed up by the Bahag. So I'm going to write another book where I explain how I count mitzvahs and then write out each mitzvah by way of Pirush Hashem, which means I'm going to list each mitzvah and then write whatever you need in order to know what this mitzvah refers to. There's a whole treatise here on the Vidui, but we're only reading the first paragraph this year. Okay. Uh, at least that's the plan. Hamitzvah hashalosh v'shivim, the seventy third mitzvah. Who had sivuish needs savinu lehis vados al hachatayim asher chatanu. We are commanded to confess on the sins that we have sinned lefanav before God Yisale bedibor in speech, meaning <coughs> confess in speech, not the sins in speech. The ace shenashu mehen at the time when we do tshuva from that. Okay, so that's the formulation. Um, that is the vidui and then he says what it is. So I beseech you, Hashem, I have sinned unintentionally. I have sinned intentionally. I have rebelled, and I have done such and such. And a person should expand in in, in verbiage on this and ask for kapara according to his eloquence. Okay, so here, how do you characterize the relationship between tshuva and vidui? 
So yes, it sounds like the same thing as in the halachos, right? Kishi yasechuva. The only difference is it's even more vague than in the halachos because here you have what Chaim inferred, which is it sounds like tshuva is the mechayev for vidui. Here it's like when you're doing tshuva, do the vidui. You know, at the time when you do tshuva, do the vidui. So the question we left off with yesterday mm-hmm. is like, what do you do with this? These sound like four different formulations. And until this morning, I thought that the derech of Rabbi Zucker was you take all four and then you kind of like put together an understanding, okay? But I was not sure like, like what, like, in other words, I didn't have any categorical reasons for why one would be formulated different than the other. Until this morning when I found on Al HaTorah, da, 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 a new feature that was added by uh, Rabbi Novetsky over the summer. Okay, so this is an email. You should, you should subscribe to the emails. Uh, the Yad Peshuta. So this is his description. Yad Peshuta by Rav Nachum Rabinovich Zatzal, whose monumental commentary on eight of the 14 volumes of Rama's Mishnah Torah is starting to get integrated in all Torah's Mishnah Torah. Rav Rabinovich, uh, 1928 to 2020, was the longtime Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshivat Birkat Moshe in Male Adumim. That's the one that publishes all my favorite raw bogs, the green raw bogs. Um, and uh, one of the spiritual leaders of religious Zionism. His Yad Pshuta commentary strives to interpret Mishnah Torah through extensive use of the full corpus of the Ramam's own writings. Uh, so pause there. Who else strives to do that? Us, right? That's the approach we're taking in Ramam Bakius of, of intertextual Rambam interpretation where you're using all of the Rambam's writings to try to understand the Rambam. But Rav Rabinovich also takes into account the array of Gaonic and early, early medieval writings, which were part of the Ramam's library and careful analysis of the Ramam's language and structure. It is a very unique commentary from which we can all benefit. And they're starting off with Hilvas Chuva because that was the first volume he published. So I started looking into this. The downside is the same downside of the Bravanel, which is super long. Okay. But the upside is the upside of the Bravanel, which is very comprehensive and clear and like enlightening. Okay. So, so here is, so I just want to show you, okay. If you look at the Ramam Bikius podcast, in October 13, 2020, we started reading. This is before you guys. You, I forgot if you were you were coming in the very beginning. I think you were here for this. Um, we read through every mitzvah in the Minyan Mitos, and then we read through all the mitzvahs in the Chalukas Hasfarim. And it took us. Yeah, it took us a month and a week. Okay, and one of the questions that kept on coming up is. What is the difference between the Ramam's formulations and order in the Minyan Hamitzvos and Sefer Hamitzvos and in the Mishnah Torah? Can we discern any pattern? Okay, so check out what Rav Rubinovich says. He gives us like an answer to this, and this will shed light into our thingy here. Okay, Yesh Lamot Al Hahevdel Chashu Bein Lashono Sefer Hamitzvos Lakan. So this is his commentary on the Koseris. Okay, he says we should uh, note a difference. Uh, an important difference between the Ramam's formulation in the Sefer Mitzvos and here. Sham Kasav, there in the Sefer Mitzvos, he wrote, at a time when we do tshuva from them. Ram, however, here the Ramam precedes a mention of tshuva and emphasizes it. And Vidu is just an afterthought to Tshuva. Okay, right? So that's what we observed. 
Shinoi ze ma'afin darko shal rabbeinu b'mitzvah shonos sh'atzibui b'kasuv misyaches rach l'pen echad shal mitzvah aval token a mitzvah hu makif yoser. I'll explain this in a second. He says, this difference embodies the Rambam's derech in mitzvahs, which are commanded in Torah Shvichsav in one perspective, but the content of the mitzvah is more all-encompassing. Okay, so what does this mean? So he says like this. The Sefer HaMitzvos, Iker Kavanasu Hi Minyan HaMitzvos Mitoch HaKsuvin. This is the big methodological point. The Sefer HaMitzvos is counting mitzvos from Torah Shabbat Sav. Okay? Lefikach, therefore, Hizkir Es HaMitzvah Kamoshi Hi Mitoeres Bepasuk Besoch Michlo Mitzvos HaKorbanos. Therefore, oh, I skipped a step. The Ramam um, uh, mentions the mitzvah that is described in the Pasuk in the context of the mitzvahs of Korbanos, the Hainu Vidui Devarim, which is a verbal confession. So, so check this out, okay? Um, where in the Mishnah Torah does the Ramam put Hilos Tshuva? No, sorry, in the, in, the, in the Mishnah Torah itself. In the first book, which is, what's the theme of the first book? Hamada. So what's Hamada generally about? Yeah, I mean, I guess I got it. Should I pull out the Rambam? <laughs> okay. Rambam says that Sefer Hamada is, Sefer Hamada is, um, oh, Sefer Hamada is about Echlobo Hamitos Shehin Iker Das Moshe Rabbeinu that it is, uh, this book is the books, uh, the book or the fundamentals of the religion of Moshe Rabbeinu, and a person needs to know them before everything. So in the Mishnah Torah, Hilchos Tshuva is in the framework of Yesodos. Okay. But in the Minyan HaMitzvos and in the Sefer HaMitzvos, he puts it in, wait for it. Uh, he puts it in the context of korbanos. Okay, so here it is. Here in Ayin Gimel, So this is by you can see here lahakriv, 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 and beforehand lahakriv, 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 lahakriv. So, so according to Rav Rabinovich, why does the Raman put it in uh, in the midst of korbanos in the Minyan Mitzvos? Because that's how it's formulated in the, in the Ksuvin, okay? How so? So if you look at the Ksuvin, what's the puzzle you brought for Vidui? But Midbar 5, 6 through 7. And this is about the procedure of Korban, okay? Tzavis B'nai Yisrael, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, it's going into talking about the Chatas, okay, right? So so this is a big thing. So, so the, the methodological rule we emerged from with here is in the Sefer Mitzvahs and in the uh, Minyan mitzvos, the Ramam is going to be formulating things as a Pirush on Torah Shavichsav, and the ordering is going to be from Torah Shavichsav, which means that if we want to understand the essence of the mitzvah, then it's going to be um, uh, more conducive to scrutinize the Koseris and the first halacha. Okay, so this is a step forward in our understanding. There's one more step from Rabbi Rabinovich, but we're going to have to keep that till tomorrow to keep this a mini share. Rabbi Rabinovich, the Yad Pshuta. Yeah. Okay. All right. So mini share for today. Yeah, sure. I'm going to, um, yeah, stop this. 
If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.